Hey guys, how y'all doing? You are now tuned in to Conscious Gems. Um, what I wanted to do is touch basis on the topic of meeting the right person at the wrong time. Uh, before I get started, uh, this will be uh, two, a two-part series, and uh, I'll be releasing the next part of this series at a later date. And... Um, Another thing I want to do is shout out to my peers and shout out to my past and shout out to everything I've been through that's basically motivating me in a space to where I feel like I can like excel, uh, not only for uh, the sake of uh, making it out of what I've been through, but for the sake of my old self when I told myself, man, I can't wish to have better days. And look at that, man, God bringing me better days. So I just want to shout out to my my um, my past and my, my what I've been through for uh, actually just... Uh, provoking me to do better things in my life, you know? So, um, yeah, that's kind of what I want to touch base on with. But also what I wanted to touch base on with was um, also my friends and my peers uh, sitting there being advocates and actually uh, big ears for listening for me and my ideas and stuff like that. Just uh, creating a, a space for us to all be able to share our ideas and not only share our ideas, but maximize our opportunity amongst each other to empower each other, you know? So appreciate you guys for that. And you guys know who you are. So it's no point in individually naming all of you guys. Y'all already know what time it is, you know. Um, and another thing is, uh, before I get started, I want to tell you guys to protect your peace at all costs. Um, it's a lot of times that we get it besides ourselves in, in, in so many different forms and fashions. And there's so much time to call for us to get out of character. And I just advocate for you guys to protect your peace. There's nothing like having a peace of mind. We have a peace of mind. It's where you can be able to control yourself and be able to be the person that dictates what happened in that situation. Because at the end of the day, you are the person that can dictate how that situation goes. The situation can go as it goes. There's different variables and situations to how they can transpire to go in different ways. But you can then be the person that dictates your action towards that situation to make sure it goes how you can go, how it would go in the best way, fashion and all that. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what I want to touch base on before I actually go ahead and get started. Um, so, um, yeah, this is actually titled, um, meeting the right person at the wrong time. And, um, what I was, uh, really feeling from the bottom of my heart, I always felt like time was everything. You know, I'm right now believing that there is no, there is no coincidences to me personally. I don't really believe in coincidences. I only say that because I always felt like you ever felt you got a sign or deja vu or you had a dream about something and it all made it always felt like it lined up with something else in your life. You know, like it like it's almost in a sense to where I feel like like for instance, I'm gonna say I'm gonna take me for example. Um, if you guys know about my situation at USF or if y'all know about my past situation at high school with me uh going through what I went through in high school and the stuff I went through with transpired from my family and then looking at where I'm at now with me being a person that has a podcast and as goofy as I am talking about something serious as mental health and me going to get, you know, I said working on getting my third degree and stuff like that. It almost goes to show you it's like dang, did all those things happen for you to be able to be the person that you are now? Like, it's like almost to the point where it's like those were the valuable lessons that was taught for you to be able to be like, okay, that happened for me to grow. And now that ties into meeting a certain person at the wrong time. Because you got to understand, we all have different timelines. Now, have you ever heard about those stories about how people sit up there and um, 
they 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 get rich at like 21 or 18 or different things like that like you have certain actresses or singers who were in the limelight since they were like eight or teenagers and things like that and then they end up like you know as they get older they get out of that limelight and they become regular people or you know something like that and then you have some people who work their entire life just to get to where they're going at and they finally hit it off at you know, a certain age, like Jay-Z, you know, he didn't really start getting, become rich until he was 29. I'm pretty sure if y'all have ever heard of his story, stuff like that. It's like, look how that timing worked. If y'all are even familiar with the, the, the timeline of Oprah, look what all transpired with Oprah and how everything ended up like consecutively going in order for her to get to where she was going at. Now, with that all being said, with timing being everything, sometimes we meet people at different times and spots in our lives where they not, and they not, may not be in they may not be particularly uh, prepared to get on the level that we may want them to. Now, hear me out. The reason I say timing is everything. So, for instance, you could have met me at 17, 18, and there was probably a handful of things that I may have wanted out of you. Me not fully trusting you, I may have just wanted a handful of things. May have been sex, good conversation, and somebody to be there for me in a time of need when I was going through the things that I was going through. You feel what I'm saying? That's hypothetical. That's not me saying... So that was what I wanted, but I speak speaking hypothetically. Now, with me being who I am right now, me, I'm in a space. I'm in a space where I feel like I, I, I'm, I can't afford to honestly be vulnerable at this point in time. You feel what I'm saying? I can't afford to let myself be in a space to where I can commit myself to a person fully because I can't fully trust them. And plus, with me trying to do what I need to do toward for football and school and all these different things of that nature, I feel like I don't have the brain. The the I don't I don't feel like my focus should be towards that and putting more focus into that than letting somebody. Not only not drain me, but letting my focus get to something else where I feel like it's not it's just a want. You feel what I'm saying? All these other things that I need to get accomplished and get done are something that needs to get done. So more of my focus need to be put towards that. So me being in tune with myself and knowing understanding what my desires are and where I need to go at, that's me being in tune with knowing what I need to get accomplished. So timing is always everything. That's why I was real big and real big on. So we have to understand that sometimes we're in a place a place in our lives where the person that we want to 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 feel these different voices that we do have, they can't do it because they're still not only they're are they fighting demons, but they're fighting the different needs and wants that they do have upon themselves. And sometimes it can be toxic because they hold on to different things or they try to feel like they can get away with things that they shouldn't be able to get away with. And they try to pull, let's just say, the wool over your eyes with creating a different perspective or a different persona about themselves and try to get to where they want to go at. And that ultimately it just goes to show that it gets us in a situation to where we, we it's it's unlikely or or it's not ideal. So, for instance, have you ever talked to somebody or dealt with somebody and um, you always felt like, man, I'm, I'm, I feel like if you could just do X, Y and Z, we'll be perfect. If you communicated better, you'd be perfect. If you wasn't so quick to to, to talk over me and then and, 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 and just listen, maybe you'll just be perfect. You feel what I'm saying? You just fell in love with their potential. And all of a sudden now you're just you, you're you're. Basically, giving this person the benefit of the doubt just because you feel like you understand what they can be. Now, what then happens when they never reach that potential? Now you feel like you're in a situation where it's like, dang, I know what you can be, and now I'm trying to build you up to be what you be. But sometimes you're the variable, you're not the common denominator that's going to teach them where they're going. You feel what I'm saying? So sometimes that timing is always imperative because maybe they're not at the age that's to where they can understand what what they need to understand for y'all to both blossom entwine if that makes sense like in, like 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 blossom together if that makes sense so sometimes it takes a different level of maturity sometimes it takes uh to, to meet up at a later date for y'all to get to where y'all headed at not in every case in every instance and sometimes people are also too stubborn to get 
certain points across or to understand certain things because they ultimately think their way of thinking is the right way. And people do like that perception, that lack of perspective, because they don't ultimately think that another way of thinking, they feel like it's not an opinion. They feel like that's just your your form of a correct way of how things should go. And that's genuinely where we don't we, we don't sync together. You feel me? So what we can, what we do fall short is that, um, you know, a person is ready. A person is going to be ready when they're ready. You know what I'm saying? For their agenda, they may already have it set out and it may never work with you. You may be dealing with a person who already told you from the jump, like, "Hey, I just want to, I, I, like, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm not prepared for a relationship. I'm not prepared for a relationship. But what I'm prepared for is what comes with you. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, they're not really prepared for what comes with all of you because they haven't traveled down that road with you yet. So, with that being said, you two may be having trying to accommodate each other with two different agendas. So, for instance, let's just say casually the dude, um, let's play on a stereotype of, of, of dudes just wanting to have sex. Now you have a female who casually wants to, um, who she wants to date. She's looking for a relationship. She's trying to be brokenhearted and she has a troubled soul, a troubled heart. And right after right now, she's looking to be taken serious by anybody who's dealing with her. Now you have somebody who who just wants to have sex. Now he's creating this different persona about himself so that he can then be able to get to the point where she can trust him enough to where she does have sex with him. And now his goal is reached. If they do end up having sex, his goal is reached because that's what he ended up getting it for, getting in it and investing his time in it for. So once my goal reached, I then have the opportunity to a either keep pursuing this to be able to get to keep having sex, or two, I can drop it because I've already reached my goal. Or then you have the wild card where then when all both either or those things happen, you have the opportunity to either keep going and something happens to a point where you actually catch feelings or you like this person more than you feel like you needed to. Now, on the flip side, with the female's perspective of her wanting to be able to invest, she then can then look at this whole situation as far as like, well, I don't want to get in a situation where this person then hurt me because then they have the opportunity to take advantage of me because I'm in a vulnerable state because I care about this person. Because I look at me being with this person not only as a friend, but actually a lover. So now you have a different form of loving this different person or care about this person because you look at them in three or four different shades. Now that is a, a, con- a conflict of interest because now he wants sex and you want a friend, you want a companion, you want a lover. But at the same time, both of y'all agendas are different. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, with Dora, bro, with Dora, she gets to her destination going through three different things, going through those three different things. With her going through those three different things, she gets to where she's going. But if Boots has to go on a different, like, like a different, like a, a travel, he want to go on a different, like, path or anything like that. And it, it may not be the same thing if they are going on two different paths to get to where they're going. You know what I'm saying? It's always having a, a schedule. If I have a different destination from you, ultimately the things that transpire between point A and point B may dip, may have to differ. You know what I'm saying? Because at the same time, if we're going to do different places, it may get to the point where you may do something your way and I have to do something my way to get to a common goal. We both have destination, but they're not the same destination. So it calls for different actions to get to where we're going at because we have two different places to go at. You feel what I'm saying? So with like that being said, it just causes a conflict of interest because us we look at things to where we get caught up on feeling like, you know what, I want this and that person wants that. And now we have two different agendas and we cannot meet each other in the middle. You know why? Because I ultimately I don't want to just I don't wanna I don't wanna be with you. That's too much for me. I, I'm not prepared to be vulnerable right now. But I know it takes a little bit of manipulation and less effort. To, to, to tell you what you want to hear and to have sex with you as opposed to me putting my heart out there for me to be vulnerable enough to be able to commit to you and just you and now I have to deal with that heartbreak if it doesn't work out. Feel me? 
So now you got people who are and it can, the roles can be switched too now. But now you can find yourself in a place where it's like, wow. Like, 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 how do I get myself out of this situation or how do I save myself? Oh, now that I learned from this situation, now you end up going to the next situation that's knowing red flags, triggers. What did you learn from your last relationship to get you to the point where you can understand what to look out for in the next relationship? Because now you feel like, wow, if he would have did X, Y, and Z, maybe we could have worked out. So now you got to, it's almost like you got a vendetta against this type of people. Now you got a vendetta against your ex, or now you got to feel like you got this, this hate and this build up against this person. And now it finds you to the point where it's like, wow. Before anybody can ever look like they can care for you, you don't even let them because it gets to the point where any sign is a trigger. Any sign is a red flag. A good person is a red flag because I, I when, when I was supposed to get treated like this before, this can go bad because when I thought that the other person was going to treat me well, he didn't. And he left for shallow reasons because he wasn't fully invested. You feel me? The deeper I invest, the deeper I'm in it, and it's the deeper and the harder it is for me to walk away. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you dig a hole, it's harder to get out of that hole because you dig deeper. You feel me? That's just like if I pay, if I go for something with 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 less attempts, with less effort, and I end up getting what I want and getting out of it, I can leave as quickly as I want to because I haven't invested as much as I needed to get in it. And I got what I wanted. I can leave scot-free. But if you invest more and you get more and you become more vulnerable to that person, you then begin to create a, like an atmosphere for that person to control what you have going on. And that's what a lot of people fear is people having control over how they feel and what goes on in that and, and having different agendas. And people not being truthful about their agenda also does not like work, like work for, both, for both parties. Also, people not staying true to their agenda with being like, yeah, I'm not looking for nothing serious. And then ultimately it gets serious, which we all understand. And then now all of a sudden you want something that you haven't signed up for. And now look what happens. You know, it's a conflict of interest. So, um, and then also, um, I feel like a lot of people hold on to certain people, even when they feel like their lifestyle at the moment is it doesn't fit them. And then it constantly frustrates them with the friction when they know that the reality of what is actually going on, they just they just don't really know when to let go. So with all that being said, sometimes we find ourselves in situations, friendships, relationships, even for, even um, even relationships that we have with our peers and our family. We find ourselves in relationships where we don't ultimately understand when to let go. It's a lot of red flags that come apart, but ultimately we get into the situation where we, we, we want to give friends and lovers the benefit of the doubt because we have invested time. We have invested care. We have invested love, a type of love or affection to where we feel like when we see that person, it's almost to the point where it's like, you know what? I'm not going to leave because I invested in you and I understand that you can do better. So I'm not ready to give up or prepared to give up like for you. You know, I'm not prepared to let you go because I know that I can add to shedding light on the good characteristics, the good traits, the good habits that you do have and the bad habits that you do have. I can work on helping you get out of that. But sometimes people we 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 ask people as individuals, we don't know when to stop or let go, because sometimes we feel like, you know what, this probably can be worked through with communication and time. But sometimes it's. We have to know when to let go, when it's enough, because at the end of the day, sometimes you have to understand that what's best for you may not also be best for them and things that they need to be taught can't be learned through you. You can't always ultimately be the teacher or the professor for that person. Sometimes life has to be their professor for them. Sometimes they have to grow, go through things or grow through things to understand who they are and how to handle certain situations because sometimes it understands for them. Sometimes they have to run into that brick wall to understand I have to find another way to go about things 
if I sit up here and I travel down the road day in and day out and I kept on running to roadblocks, stuff like that, and I know that, dang, this is not good for me. This is not good for where I'm going. That's not going. It's not, it's not good for where I'm trying to head at. I have to find me a different way of where I'm trying to go at. And sometimes you may be that roadblock. You don't even know it. You may want that person to stop drinking. You not not even not even stopping habits. You may want that person, um, uh, um, may want that person to start focusing. Find you a path of what you want to do. You know what I say? You may want that person to stop these toxic habits. With oh, when we get into it, you feel like you want to raise your voice at me, call me out of my name. You feel like you can put your hands on me. Those toxic traits should be red flags. And sometimes it's enough for you to be able to say, you know what, I deserve better. And I should be able to create a space and energy to where if I'm not gonna tolerate it, you wouldn't do it. You know. So when sometimes when you tolerate it just that one time, it's also enough to let that person know that, you know what, I can do this because they're going to let me get away with it. You ever been dealing with a child or, or somebody like a, a kid and, you know, they cuss in front of you and then you react, you laugh, you think it's cute, they're going to continue to do it. You know what I'm saying? If you sit up and you have a dog, anybody, anybody listening that has a dog or a pet, if you eat food around them and they sit, at, they sit right by the table or by the couch while you're eating your food and you don't do nothing about it, they're going to continue to do that. You know what I'm saying? If you don't implement any kind of consequence to them doing what they're doing, they're going to continue to do it. If I never told my dog that it was wrong to, to pee or, or 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 use the bathroom in the house, he would continue to do it because he would know that it's tolerated. If you tolerate a behavior, you never have a consequence for it. Then you're implementing, you're, you're, you're letting it happen. But also, sometimes it does take a little shove and a little push to educate our peers and our spouses that this will not be tolerated and it's a better way to go about it. But sometimes it is better to, 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 to build them up, but also it's better to educate them. But sometimes you do have to know when it is the time to let go. Because one thing you will not tolerate is somebody doing something for you that you will not accept to tolerate and getting out of character and also something that you've never been able to accept. If you never tolerated somebody to put their hands on you, why would this person be able to tolerate and be able to do it now? You know what I'm saying? If I worship the ground that you walk on, there should never be a time to where I should ever be able to lay my hands on you if I care about you in this kind of fashion. If I love you enough, I will never hurt you in that fashion because I would think before I ever would want to hurt you. You feel me? I know y'all think before y'all get hurt by other entities and other situations. I know that when it's a red light, I'm not going to go in the intersection because I'm getting hurt. You know what I'm saying? I know that even if I get in trouble with my mom and we get into it, I know certain things I'm not going to say because I respect that person. I don't want to hurt that person. The same rules should apply to this person that you're dealing with, you know, and then on top of that, we have to also understand that we are all in different spots in our life. That's why some people feel like they can gravitate towards people that are older and some people like people that are younger because they feel like they can manipulate that person. And some people like people that are older because their maturity level is different. Now, understand maturity. Maturity is not equal to how old someone is. You know what I'm saying? We all think that it correlates. But the only reason it correlates is because a person who is older has experienced and went through things more than a younger person has. So we try to correlate it with, oh, if you're older, you know better. But sometimes there is things to where your life is sped up because you've learned things and experienced things at a higher rate than someone who is older. So it causes your maturity level to rise. Oh, that's beautiful. So, hey, but if y'all ain't in tune right now, but y'all tripping. Hey, but I got a snap, but I'm, I'm telling you because it's so true. Like, like me, I had I had my son, like, right as I headed off to college. It, it caused for me to grow up now. You know, you know, it caused for me to grow up now. I didn't know how to handle that situation, but it caused for me to grow up. Like, bro, you're going to have to deal with it now. You have to grow up now because not only is it not about you anymore, it's bigger than you. You know, so ultimately, if you don't want to do it, you got to do it for somebody who can't help but need you to do it. 
Come on, man. Y'all got to have to understand. I got to feel that. So it causes for me to have to rise up to the occasion to be mature. But sometimes people haven't went through enough things for them to be mature enough to know the difference, to know better. But what makes it so bad is when you have somebody you deal with that knows better and they don't do better. And that's what hurts. Because not only have you already went through a previous situation and y'all go through it again and they continue to do the same thing. That's a red flag, but also it's disrespectful for the time and effort that y'all both put in to have that conversation, to sit down, and for the new hope that you then had, you, the new hope that y'all that y'all both then had for y'all both to be on a better path, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship or anything, you know, it's disrespectful for both of y'all to waste y'all time like that, you know, but I do know it's growing pains and I do know it takes time to get to where y'all going, but understand, a lot of things, they, they, they take time. So... What I want to understand is being in different pieces at your life and different levels of maturity. I think what a beautiful example is the notebook. Now, the notebook, man, I call my I find myself watching that the the movie. And bro, like, I mean, I, I advise anybody who hasn't seen it, it's it's a beautiful movie and a beautiful concept. You know, I feel like this could then happen in real life, but sometimes it's kinda of, kinda of unrealistic because of how things transpired and you know, the person coming back and seeing them and stuff like that. Because I could go either way. A lot of times they could have went to the point where they never would have seen each other ever again when you know, well, when they got separated and stuff like that, when the parents didn't agree and stuff like that. And, you know, it, that could win any either way. But timing is so important because not only did they have time to be apart away from each other, they never forgot about each other. And they always remember that person. But not only did they remember that person, they learned from what they had went through in their previous relationship and they carried over in it. And they went to understand that, wow, this person is a person that will carry me and, and love me. But at the same time, I understood how I love to be loved. And that's what separated somebody from that from from everybody else. She was whole she was finna go, go get married, but she put herself in a situation where she knew how she wanted to be loved, and you couldn't fight that. I felt like some of the strongest feelings is love, and I feel like the the strongest muscle in our body is our brain. You know, the heart keeps us going, but the brain is what separates us from its, each other. You know, and, and the fact that it took them upon they took the time out to be able to go against all those different odds from not being able to to, to going against their parents, all these things like that. It took a different level of love for those people to get out of character for them to be like, I will deal with the consequence for that person. You know, and sometimes it's it's frustrating for, for people to feel like, oh, it's not working out and stuff like that. But that's another thing with timing. You know, at that point in time, that maturity level wasn't prepared to be able to go through what they were going through. They were young. They were so in love. But some they, you know how they were saying how they were bickering so much. They probably didn't have that 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 then it's a proper way to have a solution to things. What may work for, for you guys may not work for the next relationship that you may be in. And that's what you have to grow and understand. So using those examples of from, from like the notebook with them going through where they go through and how they grew up and learn different things, you know, it was like almost to the point where it's like, wow, I compared you two and I understand this is the proper way of how to be loved. This is what I would tolerate. This is what I want. This is what I need. And this is the these are the measures that I will go to to make sure I get that type of love. You know, so that's that's the beautiful thing about that. And also um, how sometimes we get into the situation where if we know what real love is, real love will always come back. But sometimes how time it works, it will not always work like that. I know we get in a situation where we feel like what's meant for you is for you. And yes, that is ultimately true. But ultimately, what happens if what was meant for you was for you and you had it when you had it, but then you lost it because you felt like it was always going to be there. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes we're not always in a safety net in our relationships because no matter what we do, they'll be there. It's not always the case. 
what you have to understand is you can't always be with a person feeling like you can treat them any kind of way and that they'll be there because at the end of the day, you should worship that person and show them how much you appreciate them day in and day, day, day out. But I know there's different variables that play a part to where you can't always feel like you can show that person how you feel or how much you feel about them. But there are instances where you should be able to show through actions how you love them. And sometimes we're not the best per- people with our words. So also has to reflect through your words because sometimes... You know how we communicate? It's real big on nonverbals. That's why actions speak a lot of the words. Like if y'all look look it up, we communicate most of our like communication has come from nonverbals and body language. My body language is my posture. My body language is my actions. You know, like 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 that's why I've ended up telling somebody I care about. Like like you won't you won't see it. You won't hear it. You will feel it. You'll feel it before you see it. You'll feel it before you hear it. You know, that's that's the beautiful thing about that with, with body language. Because with my body language, I'll be able to show you as much as I care about you before you would ever fear it. Like, before you would ever, like, see it. You know what I'm saying? So, when you feel it, you see it. Almost, you hear, you can, then you can also hear it when I'm not even there. Because you still feel it. You ever ate some food and, and, and it tastes to be in your mouth? You feel me? You ever ate some, you ever, you ever, you ever, like, what else? You ever, like, <coughs> you ever, like, did a workout and after the workout, you still feel it? That's what that love is. Not saying, not just speaking for me, but that's how that love should be. But I'm not there. You feel that. You can advocate for how that person treats you when they do treat you how they're supposed to, you know? And then sometimes it always don't work out like that because with us being in different places in our life, everybody don't always think like that. Everybody don't always think about how to be loved the proper way or how to love somebody the proper way because they haven't probably been properly loved themselves. The first relationships that we see and understand love from, we see it from our parents. If I see how my mom treated my my, if I see how my dad and my mom treated each other through love, I then will know the first hand of how love should be. And then it's trial and error from then on there. I use what I've seen and I use what I feel because I seen, you know, my mom, my dad. I, I would then see this, how they would interact, I interact through love. And then I would feel how they would love me. And then with that feeling, it would never leave. And then on top of that, when I see who I love and I'm with somebody that I love, I then try to reciprocate that same type of love because that's what I learned it from. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, they're giving those parents, those best parts of their love to me. Then I'm then trying to get it to somewhere else because that's what I learned it from. Man, bro. I don't understand. This is where it comes from. This is where it stems from. And sometimes you have to meet these different people in your life for you to understand that that's how you properly love someone. Or sometimes people just have it in them to show that love the best way in fashion. And sometimes, bro, everybody can't be loved the same way that you love somebody else. And you will run into those different situations when you go up and come across these these relationships. Because through friends and through relationships, whether it's a lover, whether it's through a companion, you will then fill out what works and what doesn't work. It's all a trial and error thing. You know, it's just make sure when you go, you figure out what you will want. And out of that person, just figure out if it is worth going through what you're going to go through with that person. And if that red flag, if that flag is big enough to be able to say, hey, I'm going to sail with this flag on my boat and get your ass out of there. Get out of there. If the flag big enough to be put on a boat and then sail a boat, man, go get out of there, bro. Get out of there, bro. Because it's going to get to the point where that flag is big enough to be able to show you and let you know that, bro. It can't be. This is this is something that you should know. It's a flag big enough to sell a boat. It's a big enough flag for you to go. Because trust me, if that flag that big enough to sell a boat, whatever other baggage that comes with him that he's bringing or she's bringing, 
But if you to the to the to the table or to that boat, can sink it. Man, y'all y'all hear these analogies? Come on, I know y'all hear these analogies, man. Y'all, hey, I know y'all hear these analogies, man. Y'all better, hey, <laughs> hey, boy, hey. But for real, that's just how that that's just how it goes, man. But um, and also another thing is knowing that you or that person isn't ready, so you can't try to force them into being ready because it will get you nowhere. You ever feel like y'all see the potential in somebody and you ultimately want to put them in a relationship with you because you feel like you care about that person so much, but you're ultimately forcing them. You know how much it better it feels for somebody to be genuine and want to do it? If you're making somebody do something that they don't want to do, you know what you're being? A ho- you're making a hostage. Think about that. You're holding somebody. It's almost like you're holding somebody against their will. You're imposing what you think should be the best thing. And if you can't meet in the middle, why would you want somebody to be in something that they don't voluntarily want to do? I would want to be with somebody who is ultimately wanting to be with me and not me having to convince them that it's best to be with me. Feel me? I want to be to the point where when I could not even convince, it's almost to the point where it's like it, it feels so right. You can't help but want to be here. It feels so right to the point where I want to help you to get to where you're going. So when we get to that point, it's almost to the point where it's like, man... I don't want nobody else by my side but you because the love that you didn't have is supposed to be here and it's what's needed. But if you ulti- you ultimately can't force anybody, let's go for both genders. If somebody is not ready, that goes back to the agenda. If it's not on my agenda to get to that point and if I'm not properly prepared for the perspective that you're trying to give me to then educate me and convince me to be in a relationship, then you can't force me to. And trust me, it feels way more genuine when somebody tells you, I want to be there for you forever. You know, it feels better for that to happen to be like, man, when you going to do this or when you go do that? Man, what? Man, no, you know, like it's better when it's genuine from the heart for it to be for them to rise to the occasion. But sometimes it does take different variables to bring it up out of them. You know, for them to have that conversation to be like, OK, where are we going with this doing stuff like that? Because y'all both have to be on the same page. So time is not wasted. And the agenda is still being met, you know, because some things may change and you may feel like, hey, I want to be in a relationship now. Hey, no, nah, I just wanted to have sex right now. That's all I want to do. I just want to be have casual sex, focus on what I got to focus on and stuff like that. But make sure y'all both on the same page to accommodate each other so there is no loose ends, you know. And also, you know, with people, I got to understand it's also more, more genuine when they are willing and then they make those conscious efforts to make to meet you halfway. You know, you don't got to sit up here and pull teeth like, man, look, be here for me. You feel me? It's, it's better when it's, it's genuine. You know what I got going on. You should be able to meet me halfway with that, you know, and, and it goes for di- both roles, you know. And, and yes, sometimes it requires a little push, but you have to know the difference for when um, they're making conscious efforts or when they have to learn how to make conscious efforts. Because sometimes it doesn't take you having to leave that person. It takes you educating that person. Now, understanding, you have to understand, too, that that person has to be logical enough and have enough open-mindedness to be able to know, okay, okay, I can do that. Look, man, I'm in school. I got this X, Y, and Z going on. I'm a crazy schedule, but I can't make time out for you because I do appreciate you and your efforts. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I understand. I respect that. You're a working person. You do X, Y, and Z. All right, cool. Now, now, then you let them know your agenda that I'm trying to go do this, this, and that third. But also with my personal life, I would then like to date, but casually date and nothing too serious. And we get to where we're going at and build together. Because as of right now, I don't know if I'm prepared to deal with somebody in a vulnerable space, but I'm prepared to try to deal with somebody and see if I, if that person deserves my vulnerable. <laughs> hey, see if they deserve my vulnerable space. At the end of the day, you may deal with situations right now 
with, with logical and, and with logical thinking. But when we get into a vulnerable space, guess how much stuff hit ten times harder because we're vulnerable. You know, when you hit me, like say if I have a a, 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 a shield and armor and all that stuff on, when you hit me, I already got my guard and my wall up. My 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 wall up is my 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 shield and my armor. But then when I start to we fight a little bit more, we you know fight a little bit more, then my armor wears down and stuff like that. Then it's almost to the sense where it's like. Like it's almost a sense where it's like <clears throat> it's almost a sense where it's like, dang, now now you can get to my vulnerable pieces. You know what I'm saying? You don't wear my, my armor and my shield and stuff down. That's the same thing with it. So now people are trying to get to the point where they're not as vulnerable and stuff like that. So it gets you to the point where it's like, wow, like I don't I don't want to deal with this no more. Like, you know, and, and, and that's where it, it can fall at. And I just feel like it gets to the point where people have to just know when it will require a push. And when it will require a time to be like, okay, I need to fall back or I need to understand or I need to know how to accommodate that person because everything that worked for what I think can work, what may work for me may not work for them. But it's a very valid way of communicating and learning how to communicate with your lover because love language is very imperative. And that's very imperative. You have to know what, what, how to get across to your partner and your friends. This can this can go for your friends too, because sometimes we meet friends at the wrong places in our lives and we're not prepared to do what they got going on. Y'all know how I was sophomore, freshman year in college or stuff like that, and we were in a different place in our life. We're dealing with how we deal with our emotions and then we leveled up when we were seniors. And now we're in the best phases of our lives. We're trying to figure it all out. And you know how people came and gone and you were in a different phase of your life. You know, you met certain people in a, in a phase of your life and it made you realize, wow, like this is this is crazy. Like, I don't even deal and do those kind of things anymore because you leveled up to a different space and opportunity and space in your life. So, you know, with closing all this stuff out, you know, I challenge you guys to to, to be aware of the red flags, but not only be aware of the red flags, but be patient and talk. You don't always have to be an outside voice when you're explaining your feelings, but sometimes it does take that. Some people need to know your frustration, but ultimately use your words. We don't all, all of us are not mind readers. It's a beautiful space, but also created a vulnerable space to where your lover, your friend and all that can feel like they can be vulnerable in that space with you. So they can then say how they truly feel. So there aren't no loose ends and there are no ifs or no, like, no, like any, any spaces of unsureness, you know? So yeah, that's what I challenge you guys to do with any of your lovers and friends or anything like that. And most importantly, within your your yourself and in your relationship with anybody, protect your peace. Um, my next episode will be releasing to be announced, and um, I hope you guys really got something out of this part. And so, like that, I can't wait to share you the rest of my notes of what's all going on, man. It's I got some dope stuff for you guys. I just can't wait to show you guys what's all going on next. So yeah, um, stay tuned with what's coming up next and everything like that. And uh, I really appreciate you guys for listening. And, um, yeah, protect your peace. Thank you for listening to Conscious Gems. All right. Weezy out of here.